This is the Revival Podcast. Hello, thank you for joining me this day. Uh, Today I'd just like to have a message out there. Well, to anybody that wants to listen, but mainly for men. Um, A lot of men are just... First off, I want to say is, like... I'm 48 years old, and sometimes it's like I still wonder, what is it to truly be a man, you know? I mean, I know what it is, but... A lot of times we think that it there's going to be so f- there's going to be some kind of a, a feeling and it really isn't, you know? I mean, I got my car, I got my house, you know, I had a decent job, I have a good job now and I I I've come to the conclusion that being a man isn't, you know, uh, a feeling. It's just it's just something that you do, you know? I mean, there's characteristics like being a protector, being a provider, you know, and that's what you should do as being a man. I've been doing a couple podcasts on, on the hookup culture and how I think that we need to end it. And, you know, it really starts with us as men. You know, it's really our faults that things are the way they are, you know. Um, I mean, sexuality is, is is running rampant, you know, from our fantasies, you know, and then we passed it on from our sin, and now we end up with, you know, we don't even know how to be in relationships anymore. I know for myself... Um, I basically put crap into my mind and and by putting that crap into my mind it's really made me afraid of women and it's just I'm just like I'm never going to be able to find one or whatever and you know when you start putting your priorities on, on, on the sexual part of a relationship that really hinders you and holds you back from meeting someone that you could totally fall in love with because she's got to look like this. She's got to want to have sex like that. And at the end of the day, you're going to find out that you just want someone who will love you for your flaws and everything about you, you know? And I mean, I accept you that knowing that you have flaws and that and knowing that you're understanded, you're understood, I should say. And again, I mean, I fell into this. I put a lot of junk into my head that, that's really warped um, how I think about women. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to make me sound like a psycho, but I, I just think I didn't have to focus on the things that I, that I focused about. And something that I have picked up over the years is like women love confidence and and I get so mad because it seems like women just like assholes. But 
The reason why, because they project a confidence, you know, and it's like, but it's like a false confidence, you know, so if you can just harness the truth of the confidence, like, you know, the truth is God only wants us to share a relationship with one person, you know, through the good and bad. And I, I know this is unpopular um, feeling amongst people today because we love sex so much, but sex is basically for babies and bonding, you know? And if you go out there and you be a part of this hookup culture, you break yourself. And God knows that. That's why it's a sin to... Um, to sit there and go out and, and sleep with people, you know, anybody and everybody, because that breaks you inside. God knows that. And, and sin is, is basically, uh, when we separate ourselves from God, because how many people can just go out there and, and keep doing it? We have this intuition in us, the Holy Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit, can be in all of us. It's just, do we listen to that? And a lot of times we don't want to listen to that. And that's why we feel so guilty at times. And we just kind of push God out of the way because we know that we're not supposed to do that. And after a while, you can just become numb to it. And you're already to the fact, well, I don't need God. And But that's why. Because every time we give ourselves to someone when we weren't intended to give ourselves to, we break that bond. And if we keep breaking that bond that we're supposed to have with one person, when it comes down to if you do find, you're lucky enough to do find that person, it creates difficulties. Because now you just are broken inside a trust. Trust is something that's really hard to give out. And if you sit there... Because you did it so many times, you become numb, and it's hard to give out that trust. It's very difficult. And that's why God doesn't want us to sit there and go out and, and just be with anybody and everybody because he knows that that really damages our soul and how we can trust people. Because true love takes trust. And, and to really love, there's going to be times where you really get hurt. But then there's going to be times like when it's just going to be absolutely amazing. You know, as men, I find we got to focus on, okay, how, and as we're waiting to find that right person, we got to focus on how do I become the right person? Meaning, am I financially secure? Am I mentally ready? Um, am I ready to sacrifice my own wants for the betterment of someone else? These are things you got to think about. Some people will find that someone right away and be able to jump into a relationship. But there's others of us that it's going to take time. And when we're in that time of waiting, again, we need to focus on those things, you know? And it's just like one of the things that I'm, you know, I I regret putting that crap into my head 
but maybe me being able to tell you that don't put that crap in your head will help somebody going down the line. But like, again, um, women love confidence. And if you can be confident in who you are and your the gifts that God given you, if you follow those things, seek ye first the kingdom of God and things will be added on to you. So let's say you go to um, you go to Christian functions, you dig into your work and, and you prepare, like I said, you prepare yourself and you prepare your heart for that person that you're waiting for. I mean, it's possible to be in a place where sex is not going to be the first thing on your mind. It's, I, I believe in this thing someone told me, garbage in, garbage out. Love in, love out. So like, if we fill our hearts with love and concentrate on the things that we need to do to be prepared for when we find that special person, then we're going to have an easier time. But a lot of us, we put this crap into our head. We're not prepared. And we will jump into something because we want it so bad. You know, it, 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 and then it just falls apart. But again, I encourage people, you know, get to know God. Seek, he, seek him first. As, as Christian males. Is it hard? Yes. Are you going to have bad thoughts? Yes. But the more of the Bible, the more you prepare your heart to um, be prepared for the other person. And if you focus on your job and, and, and get your finances secure and, you know, I'm not going to say there's a, a, a perfect time to do stuff because sometimes we jump into things and it might be the right person. But we have these struggles because we weren't prepared. And so I, I just encourage any guy out there listening to, to truly prepare your heart, prepare your mind, and realize that, hey, love isn't just a feeling. It's being committed. Love is doing things like what things like protecting, you know, your your family, your wife, providing for your family and wife. And, and it's you know, doing the betterment for your family even though you might want something else and and you know, you lay that down your wants for their wants and needs. And obviously, hopefully if you've done it right, because you're doing that and, and, and your what future your wife sees that in you, she's going to want to follow you. You know, she's going to want to submit if you can prove to her that you're in it for her. You're in it for your children. And marriage isn't for everybody. And I, and I guess, um, again, a lot of people... You know, we have this idea of, of marriage and, and we're way off. We're we're way off. I mean, it's not... It's... 
again, being in the hookup culture, it destroys something in you. And, and that's why it, it, it's really bad. Again, um, we see, we put this junk into our mind, TV and movies, all sex, 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 sex. But if we didn't put that crap into our mind, if we put the gospel into our mind, or if we're focused on how can I be that person to be a better husband or, you know, or focusing on, okay, I, I would like to be here, you know, get your job and, and your ducks in a row. When you find that person, you know, and, and just don't put, you know, this um, sexual part of this relationship don't sit there and put that above God because that can be great even if, you know, God wants us to have that relationship with somebody, but he wants it done in, in the right way. And it's only meant for two people willing to bring children into this world. Yet, I just want to make it clear, there's always forgiveness you know, if if you went beyond that, because God knows. It's just, why is it wrong? Because God knows how much that hurts. I mean, for those who've experienced the hookup culture, you know how much it hurts. You maybe not want to admit to it, but it sucks when someone tells you they love you and they were in it for the wrong reasons. It sucks not having, you know, having that certain someone who understands you. Yeah, you might have like uh, a couple good nights here, there, a good year here, there, but if you're not in it for the right means, it, it, it sucks. And, and it, it internally, it, it brings sadness. You know, um, if you think that just being somebody will cure your loneliness. That's not how it works. Because there's a lot of people who are married who are lonely. You know, they, they want the other person to fill these needs that they, you know, again, should have been preparing for. I, you know, if, if, if you're single, find that happiness in, in, in being single. You know, if you can find that happiness in being alone, you can find that happiness in being with someone and, and being able to share that happiness. And that's how you grow together. Unfortunately, a lot of us have messed stuff up to where, you know, we want something so bad we're blind to the red flags in, in relationships that we just miss, you know. I, again, men, I'm talking to you. Um, when you go, if you feel that, okay, I, I want to find that right person. I'd eventually like to get married. I want to have kids. Prepare your hearts now. You know, um, there's so many things you can focus on. I don't want to say, you, you don't want to be too focused on, on the job. We got to make our main focus God. 
And then on our gifts, what are we going to do with our gifts, you know? And, and work on those gifts. Work on the job that God has for us to be able to provide for our wives and children and focus on that. Because once we stop taking our focus and we put it on the stuff that is going to fade, again, sex is supposed to be beautiful, but if we put our priorities on that and how our relationship's going to go, well, then our relationship's going to fall apart. And again, I don't know where a lot of people are. When you go into a relationship, I find one of the biggest mistakes people make, they, um, they ask about previous relationships and what will happen. And I highly suggest against this unless it's something you need to know. And, you know, whether it be, you know, for reasons of, hey, I need to be tested or, or whatever to make sure that your health, if it's a health reason, then maybe you need to know. But to get details, you don't need to know details, you know, because that just hurts. It, it hurts. And I highly suggest what is the past is the past. Now, how are you going to move forward and how can you make that better for you, you know? So, uh, again, leave the past in the past. Um, and, and move forward because people can... If you have a godly relationship, God can heal you and, 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 and you know, he can deliver people from their past and, and change them and heal them so their futures can be better. So, again, I, I just want to encourage people, you know, just to, to go in and realize that when you get into a relationship, it's no longer about what's best for me. It's what's best for we. What can I put into this relationship? Not what can I get out of this relationship? Because if you're always putting in together, sometimes uh, one person's giving more. And then when that person doesn't give more, the other person gives more. My dad once said to me, he said, if you both go into a relationship and are uh, both 100% willing to give each other, give to each other, well, guess what? You're not going to be the person giving 100% of the time because that's impossible. But like, I know I was very blessed and I seen my grandparents and I did, I'm just going to share this little story and then, you know, I know I'm going on and on, but like my mom's parents, they are married for 60 years. The first part of their marriage, my grandma did most of the giving, you know? And then the second part of their marriage, my grandpa did. See, my grandma had a stroke. You know, she was pretty young and younger anyway. She was in her 60s maybe 70s, I'm not 100% sure. I think she was in her 60s. But anyhow, it uh, doesn't matter what the age, but my grandfather, he took care of her. He took care of all of her needs. But 
before then, you know, when they were younger, my grandmother held the family together. My grandfather was a beer distributor, so he drank a lot of beer and, you know, he wasn't the most pleasant person to be around or whatever, but my grandma made that commitment and she made that marriage work for the first part of, you know, the, don't get me wrong, they had times where, you know, they're both doing, but I, doing what they're supposed to be doing. But what I, my point was, there's going to be times in your marriage where you might have to give more than the other person is giving. But again, I, my grandfather turned around and he gave everything to her as well. You know, when she had a stroke, he did so much, so much. I had so, he was this old man, you know, taking care of this older lady who, who was half paralyzed and he did it and he did it with joy. But that's because she did her part with joy, even though it might, wasn't easy for her, she did it with joy. And sometimes things aren't easy, but we just got to find to do the right thing with joy. And anyhow, again, the best advice that I've heard that, I, that I'm repeating is, if you're both willing to give 100%, you both can't. So you're going to eventually get what you want as well out of this. But you shouldn't go in there right off the bat and 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 say I want this I want that because it's no longer about you. And another good thing is don't keep scores because if you keep scores that stuff will just fester and fester and you're going to blow up and it's just give when you can give and receive, you know, both of you just got to give when you can give and hopefully that will be what makes up in between. Anyhow, um, I've been babbling for a while, but I just remember men, real men are protectors and they're going to do what's in the best interest of their family and not necessarily what's best for yourself, you know, and hopefully your wife will feel the same way. Anyways, let us pray together as a family. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Dear Jesus, please help us to always put you first, Lord. And and, and we just ask, Lord, that we would live in such a way, Father God, that you created us, Lord, as as, as men. Please help us to be give our wives, treat them with dignity and respect, Father God, and, and value them. Not put them on a pedestal above you, Lord, but we put we do hold them in high regards, Lord, because they're one of the greatest gifts that you could give to us, Lord. And I just pray for the women to to feel the same way, Father God, that they would live a dignified life, Lord, in that, Lord, I, I just pray for all those who are 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 craving that that relationship, Father God, I just pray for them to be on a path, Lord, 
that that they would put you first, Lord, and then you would place someone special in in their wake as far as Lord, you they will come across each other, Lord, and Father God, I just pray that you would give people confidence that you just have the a plan for them, the best, Lord, that if they just be faithful to you, Lord, and help people to realize that marriage isn't always going to be roses and 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 red wine, Lord, but it is something that you have to work at. It is something where you're going to have to sacrifice sacrifice things. And it's not always going to be easy, Lord. But please help people know that there will be wonderful things that come out of marriage as well, Lord. If we look to you in our marriages, Father God, that you can heal anything, Lord. And you can bring the most beautiful things out of unity, Father God. And I just pray, Father God, that again, please help us to be patient Please help us not to put trash into our head, Father God. It's so easy to put that trash in, Lord, and it's so hard to take it out. We just ask you, Lord, that we would strive to be holy, Lord, and so that we can make each and ever each and all of ourselves better, Lord, when we give our hearts and minds to you. Thank you, dear Jesus, for always listening to our prayers. And again, Lord, I just ask that you would help us not be to be lonely father god but help us to be confident lord that if we're supposed to be single we're going to be happy or lord if we are um if we have to wait lord that that you give us the grace to know that it will be worth the wait lord because you have the best for us whatever that might be lord and please help us to trust in you and everything that we do lord and again lord just give us the courage to strive for life and always look to what we can do, Lord, in, in you, Lord, because you have the best plan for us. Thank you for hearing us in Jesus' holy name. All right, guys, I, I just hopefully um, you'll take this to heart because honestly, single life, married life, they both have their rewards and downfalls and I just encourage you to trust in God and prepare your hearts for whatever way that takes you, whether it be married life or single life, you know? And again, thank you for listening to The Revival Podcast.